Daily Reflections is a new and exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus and to allow the gospel message of the day to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of life to guide you, to give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today we celebrate Christmas weekday, and we begin with Psalm 149. The Lord takes delight in his people. Together, the Lord takes delight in his people. Sing to the Lord a new song of praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in their maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name in the festive dance. Let them sing praise to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord loves his people, and he adorns the lowly with victory. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy upon their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their throats. This is the glory of all his faithful. Alleluia. Our gospel for today is taken from John chapter 2, verse 1 to 11. There was a wedding at Canaan in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran short, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, how does your concern affect me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servers, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for Jewish ceremonial washings, each holding twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus told them, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. So they took it. And when the head waiter tasted the water that had become wine without knowing where it came from, although the servers who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, everyone serves good wine first. And then when people have drunk freely an inferior one, but you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this as the beginning of his signs at Cana in Galilee, and so revealed his glory, and his disciples began to believe in him. I had the privilege of being in Cana with some parishioners, and the church in that community is called the Marriage Church. And I was able to renew the vows of Ted and Shirley, who were celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. Cana is in Galilee, in Gentile territory, where Jesus performed his very first miracle. And we hear about that in our gospel today. This is such a powerful gospel, isn't it? You know, at, at this wedding, like any wedding, just picture it. People are dancing, singing drinking and celebrating. Did I mention drinking? Somehow it was brought to Mary's attention that they were running out of wine. Mary takes care of it, not on her own, but she goes to Jesus. They have no wine. No wine? Can you imagine that? Thank God that I do not have to worry about that at my house. At this wedding, however, the glass is running dry. 
Mary's words express the reality that something is missing. Life is dull. People are empty. The whole party is coming to an end. This can't happen. You know, one of the most beautiful things about Mary, our mother, is that she is always going to Jesus for us, saying they have no wine. They have no life. These people are missing something. The wine is gone. Here I am referring to how we are feeling. Maybe you have experienced a death in the family. Perhaps a relationship is falling apart. Perhaps there's a feeling of real loneliness. Perhaps guilt, regret, or some hardship is controlling your life. Nobody's listening. There's no real help. Mary, our mother, sees this and is concerned. The wine symbolizes I feel a new way, far better than the first wine served. This new wine represents God's generosity, God's concern for us. Today, my brothers and sisters, we are all here, um, invited guests, seeking true peace, happiness, wholeness, lasting relationships. We come to realize that good wine is not going to appear on its own. No matter how much we try on our own, we will never be satisfied. As much as I want to be self-sufficient, I realize it will lead to disaster. Thank God for Mary, who goes to Jesus. They have no wine. Mary did not judge anyone. She just saw the concern and went to Jesus. Mary's role becomes vital in our lives. She knows where to go when we're lost. When we do not know where to turn, Mary does. Mary is with us in our pain, our struggle, our hardship, our fears. Mary is our mother and will always go to her son. And Jesus said to her, woman, how does your concern affect me? Well, we see it affects Jesus profoundly because it will move him into his public life. He was not really expecting this to happen so quickly, and yet he sees his mom's concern. What I love about Mary is that she does not argue with him. She has faith that he will take care of this. His mother said to the servers, do whatever he tells you. She leaves it at that, and Jesus responds. There's no doubt in my mind and heart that our God responds to our needs. Even if he feels inconvenienced by the request, his heart is a heart of love and compassion, a healing heart. Jesus does not simply give everyone the best wine ever. He transforms lives from a lifeless situation to becoming fully alive. I cannot help but think of the miracle that happens right at Mass, you know, This is a miracle so powerful that fills us with the life of God and gives us the energy to wake from sleep. The power of the Spirit comes upon us. Every time we come to Mass, we realize that the miracle at Cana has never ceased happening. It is here at this celebration of the Eucharist that we are nourished and strengthened, not by turning water into great wine at a wedding feast, but turning bread and wine into his body, blood, soul, and divinity to strengthen us, to give us life. Jesus pours himself into the emptiness of our lives and fills us with grace, leading us in hope. Jesus says, I came so that they may have life and have it more abundantly. 
Jesus says, I am the bread of life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so by his words, at his touch, in his presence, what is ordinary becomes vital and sparkling and delicious. When I think of the power of this miracle, I, I think of the words in the prayer of St. Francis, you know, where there is hatred, love, where there is injury, pardon, where there is doubt, faith, where there is despair, hope, where there is darkness, light, where there is sadness, joy, death, my friends, is turned into life. And I have witnessed individuals' lives be filled with courage and no longer in fear because they have come to know the Lord. They have no wine, Mary said, but they will become really wonderful because Jesus is at work. His glory is revealed and we hear his disciples began to believe in him. And so let's really uh, embrace this most awesome miracle. Let's share our lives and our gifts with our neighbors, with the people we work with, the people we hang with. We use the gifts we are given to give God praise. And so as we turn to the Lord and come to worship him, others will want to share in this miracle. When we live in the grace and power of the Holy Spirit, the radiance of God shines from us to those who are thirsty for something new. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.